and welcome to the Think MHK podcast presented by the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. On this podcast, you will hear about a variety of local matters pertaining to the business community. You also hear from local business owners to hear their story and gain valuable business insights. Thanks for tuning in today. My co-host for today's show is Darren Solden, Director of Economic Development for the Chamber. Hey, Darren. Hey, Jason. I think we got a good show today. I think we're going to be talking about economic development. There's going to be a lot of economic development talk, I think. There's very few people in this industry left that are older than me, but we have one of them on the show. Our good friend, Jack Alston, Executive Director for the Pottawatomie County Economic Development Corp. Hey, Jack. How are you doing today? Uh, We're doing really well. So, uh, we always ask people to start the show telling, telling us a little bit about themselves and how they ended up in, in the Manhattan region. I've been doing this stuff for a little less than 50 years. I started in January 2nd, 1975, doing what we thought at the time was economic development and workforce development. I did site selection work from 95 to 2004 in Chicago. And then I, I did some consulting work in New Mexico for former Governor Richardson. And of course, you know, then he left office and I had to work for the next governor. And it began to change. And my wife wanted to come to the Midwest. She's originally from Ukraine. And she said she wanted it to look like Ukraine. So I said, that's like Kansas, Nebraska, and South Dakota. So maybe we'll look at one of them in this position. And Pot County came available. And I applied. And most everybody thought I was too old which I still am too old, but uh, I, I make it from day to day. Tell us where you're originally from, because that's not a Kansas that's accent. That's terrible. Right? It's, I'm originally from South Jersey, but I think I left there when I was 17, and I, I just returned to see my parents. and Went to school and undergraduate in Lowell, Massachusetts, and graduate in Boston, Massachusetts at North, Northeastern. And I majored in labor economics. And Jersey guys never lose their accent. I've, I've never figured that out. They're gone forever. and they There still... are different types of Jersey accents. Now, Bruce Willis has one type. He's from the southern part of New Jersey, and John Travolta has a different accent. He's from you. the northern part of New Jersey. And you talked uh, a little bit about your work history, but you had a previous stint in Kansas too, right? So Kansas yeah, wasn't completely so, unfamiliar to you. So I, <laughs> I left uh, upstate New York, and I got this opportunity to go to Hayes, Kansas. And I had no idea where it was. And after I plane landed, I had no idea where it was. I think I flew to Salina and drove over, which was pretty interesting. And the day it was a September day, and the new president was Ed Hammond, president of the university. And it was just they really wanted me because I was young and I had a diversified background. And before I even started the job, they hadn't put the bylaws for the organization together. I was told, well, you're, this lawyer is going to help you write the bylaws. And he was over at a firm called Jeter and Jeter, and the firm became Jeter and Moran. And the attorney was Jerry Moran. He helped me write the bylaws. Yeah, he, him and another professor did uh, most of the work, so that was kind of enjoyable. Uh, and I, I never thought I'd be back to Kansas again, although as a site selector, I realized the value of being in Kansas and the work ethic and the people, the honesty and the politicians working together, I saw a lot more benefits. So I always try to steer projects this way. I never was able to. (laughs) They'd wind up in North Dakota or South Dakota, but I always had a lot of uh, respect and a, a, a little bit of a love for this state. 
Uh, what's the history of the Pottawatomie County EDC and how has it changed over so time? So it started as a group of guys, and I think there was about 12 of them. A couple of them are still around, Charlie White, and they helped raise money to buy land. So they, they didn't see it as a, this is workforce development, business retention and whatnot. So they went out and they, they put money and actually uh, Rob Eichmann's father had, a, I guess, a, a tin cup and they were collecting money that way and to, to purchase property. And they did purchase property. And later on, they got a director for the organization and they started to build it up uh, with the land sales they were getting. And they did build a couple spec buildings in the beginning. And then um, the chairman of the county commission in the 80s and early 90s, Leroy Miller, he said, well, Let's have it a county organization, and the county went and bought property, which is now the Green Valley Business Park, and they did that with Economic Development Administration funding. And then the organization continued to purchase property, purchase property in Womigo, and then purchase property in St. Mary's. But it was still, it was looking, as the 2000s roll around, it was looking for more direction, more vision, where they were going, and how they were going to get there, and more programming. So they raised money, uh, similar to Advantage Manhattan, um, after they had done a strategic plan. And so that's when I got the phone call or the email that they were interested. And they've successfully filled most of those parks now, right? Yeah. So we have four acres left in St. Mary's and uh, 27 acres. It's not subdivided in the Wamigo Industrial Park and nothing left in the Green Valley Business Park. It's been a success. So we've sold 26 lots in seven years by my calculation. That's a pretty good uh, track record. So how has your experience as a site selector, which you mentioned you did for about 10 years, helped you in this role? It helps me think a little deeper and then put my site selector hat on and look at what are we not putting in the plan? What are we not putting in the proposal? But it's also been able to me to be kind of like an advisor to Darren on, on some of the projects and help me look at it on a much bigger, larger role and as helping the company down the road. We have one project now and I'm, the Pot County site that they're looking at may not be the best site for them and it may be uh, getting some land annexed into the city of Manhattan or the Manhattan Business Park somewhere else. If you're a site selector, you're going to take a look at the big picture of things. And I think that's really helped me within the last, I haven't been doing serious site selection in 15 years. So I think that that has been very beneficial. So see the area you cover with Pottawatomie County Economic Development includes a, a portion of Manhattan, which is in Pottawatomie County. Talk about managing a program that has both rural and city constituencies. Uh, that's interesting because... I speak one way in Wamigo, another way in Onega, and another way in St. Mary's. And then I come over here and I, I more or less put that urban hat back on. Each of our towns in Pot County is distinctive. They're all small, but they're all distinctive. So you have to be able to uh, shift from conversation to conversation. Uh, today, I was getting my house inspected and the young man came in. And he knew who I was, and he, he said, well, and my assistant, Jessica, is born and raised and lives in Onega. And I started talking to him about Onega and the challenges they have 
uh, in their downtown and their growth situation, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got to be able to shift gears and understand the leadership and the norms and mores of each one of those little towns. So you were very instrumental in forming the Greater Manhattan Economic Partnership, which is a partnership that we work very closely together in. Can you talk about why Pottawatomie County thought that GMAP was so important? Uh, Having been a site selector, I know that I couldn't sell Wamigo. It would have to be the Manhattan region. And I was on the original marketing and leadership committees to look at the branding and the logo of a three-county organization. Of course, I was really frustrated, but just mainly concentrated on other things during that two years that it didn't get done. We were fortunate. We brought in a consultant out of Texas, and he said, why, why aren't you forming a partnership with the Manhattan Chamber? And Nancy Burton at the time said, well, I guess it's about time. And, of course, Nancy lives in Wamigo, an office in Manhattan. If you took a look at the board, you wouldn't know where they, where they worked or where they lived. So some of them lived in Manhattan and worked in Wamigo, or a lot of them had Wamigo addresses but worked in Manhattan. So it's very diversified. And then, of course, being an old site selector, I always look at the numbers. You know, there's a significant amount. It's close to 38% of the Pottawatomie County residents that work inside the city of Manhattan. Uh, then the number, the, uh, the zip code 66547, which is the Wamigo zip code, uh, it's close to 80% of them. And of course, I, I live in St. George Township, but with that 66547, and I look out and I look at my neighborhood and everybody works in the city of Manhattan or they work remotely. So that's part of the reason. I think there's so much overlap. The two cities or the county and the city are tied at the umbilical cord. Economically, now politically, we still got, you know, some work to do with our folks, but we'll get there. Well, we appreciate your leadership in in, uh, the formation of GMAP and the continued partnership as we work together. Um, How do you feel that GMAP's impacted the overall economic development efforts of our region? And what are some of the big accomplishments uh, of the group? Back in April, of course, you guys led the way. GMAP put the Scorpion Biological Sciences Project together, which was an 11-month effort. And if it wasn't done as a team, it would have never been done. And I think that our personalities in working together, they match. Being a little older, maybe I'm a little bit more laid back now um, than I had been in the past. And much I have much more humility. Uh, so that is a, is a big factor. But I think the team of GMAP, the staffing, if you include K-State Innovation Partners and the Manhattan Chamber, I'm not going to date everybody here, but yeah, I think it works as well as the Boston Celtics of the 50s and 60s. Because the, and that team there, there wasn't any big egos. They were passing the ball. They were rebounding. No one had an ego, the Koozies, the Russells, the Charmans. There was no one person that stood out. They just won championship after championship after championship. And if we continue to do the same thing and we have the same um, synergy between our folks, we're going to continue to win and have championships. Jack, do you think the Manhattan region has a positive brand among the site selection community now? Yeah, I think it does. I think that, you know, it's always been identified as K-State with the Scorpion announcement and 
the reception that was given to Corteva when they came here, um, when they were Pioneer and now Corteva, and the receptions that we've given to a number of companies. Now, Green Dot Bioplastics uh, got an award from us. They're originally out of Overland Park and Emporia. They've been expanding in Onega. And the St. Mary's folks, especially with the building of the Immaculata and the uh, synergy there between uh, our organization and companies like Sarto Countertops that have grown. And Alarm.com now has an office in St. Mary's, uh, which is one of the fastest growing companies in the, in the country. It's one of my board members, Chris Johnson. So I, you know, I think that the brand Manhattan stands out now. Uh, as one of the more niche communities and creative communities in uh, in the state, we're not in second place anymore to anyone. Well, and you know as as well as Darren, the amount of time, effort, and resources that we've spent branding the region uh, and I, working with New Boston Creative Group, and we have literally, in my opinion, certainly for the amount of money we spend, one of the one of the best outreach programs in the country. So, I mean, you've, you've kind of watched that come up. Is that, is that something that you've been impressed with through that process? Yeah, I've been overwhelmed by the amount of exposure that we have, especially on social media with um, that GMEP has been getting. It's a big plus for your people that made the suggestion that we move into more uh, robust creative advertising and social media with the biodefense marketing campaign, uh, which I hope we continue because we've now got this big win. I hadn't worked in such a robust campaign before. That's why I was impressed. Of course, I've been a judge at International Economic Development Council for years, and I read about those things, but I was never involved in one. Yeah, and I think we have really great response materials, and it's part of the reason why I think we end up on shortlists, and uh, of course, we're now uh, submitting on RFPs under one banner. And so, if if uh, if somebody's interested in the Manhattan region and if it's a site in Wamigo, and that's the only site it fits, then we're going to submit the Wamigo site under the Greater Manhattan Economic Partnership. And and I think that makes us unique because it's hard to break down those barriers in a lot of places. And I've worked in some regional groups where. The smaller community doesn't want the larger community to submit them or the larger community won't submit the smaller community. And it just makes it challenge. So I do think a lot of this has been personality. And and uh, and I think Darren coming over from from Amigo, although the Amigo folks may not forgive me for it, but uh, I think has been one of the reasons why that's happened as well. We do work well together, and I think it's obviously bearing some um, some good results. And at the same time, you mentioned International Economic Development Council. We did win an award last year uh, for our marketing campaign, and national, so we're nationally recognized with that biosecurity campaign. So it's always good when you get outside recognition. What do you think are the key issues that are hindering our economic growth in this region? Well, I think infrastructure is an issue, and I think that the political groups have to be able to work together to solve some of them. Another entrance into Manhattan would be beneficial. That goes without saying. We need, in Pot County Economic Development, needs to have a, a, a land bank where we have options on land uh, and we're more aggressive about spending money that we haven't been doing. Um, in particular, we haven't been doing a lot of spending. We, we did build out the Wamigo Industrial Park, uh, 
just recently. We spent $300,000 there, and we spent another 300000 in 2017 in St. Mary's. But we need to be spending a lot more on land options, ditches, roads, water, sewer, etc. We got to look down the road 10, 20 years. I mean, I'm not going to be here in two. The community's got to look down the, the road um, to see where their future is going to be. And with this great success with Scorpion, I know, we know there's more behind it. We just got to be aggressive about the infrastructure. And since you brought it up, talk about your retirement plans. You said you weren't going to be here in two. So, yeah. So we've targeted for uh, September 2023. That means I'd be here nine years longer than I've been any place. I don't know. That that could change. I mean, I could move it up. We could move it back. Uh, but it's all part of the part of the plan. We had a home built in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Sold our home here in right off of Apple Yard. So we're looking forward to it. I don't see myself completely retiring. I have a couple site selector friends there that are in Columbia and Greenville. And maybe I'll contact them and see what I can do. Well, if you decide to push that off, I know we'd be we'd be happy with that. So, uh, and I didn't I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but once you said I'm not going to be here in two years, I think our listeners might go, "Wait a minute, what did did I hear that right?" Don't want to surprise anybody. I wanted to give you a chance to respond to that. So now's the fun part of the program. Uh, we are going to move into our infamous uh, rapid fire section of the Think MHK podcast, and so Darren has. 10 questions that he is going to ask you, and the goal is to answer as quickly as possible, and we will try to move it along. Rapid fire questions. Kick it off with, what is your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's always a good one. Question number two, what advice would you give the 19-year-old you? Listen better and more. Question three, Jack, what is your favorite snack? Chips and queso with New Mexico chilies. From Hatch? Green or From red? Hatch, absolutely. Oh, I've heard that, that plant. They're in my freezer right now. Mm, good stuff. What three words describe living in Manhattan? Intelligent, urban, rural, productive. I like those words. Question number five. What's your favorite pet? My dog. Oh, you do have a good dog. Um, we're halfway through. Question six. Biggest lesson the pandemic taught you? Cherish every day on earth. Let's talk about your phone. Samsung or Apple or Samsung. other? Samsung vote there. How about your first and your favorite concert? I, I thought it was Smoking and Miracles, but it's the Four Tops. First concert was the Four Tops. The Four Tops. Was that your favorite also, or did you have a favorite one? I grew with age, and I think Sarah McLaughlin was one of the best ones I've ever been to, and that was 27 years ago. Twenty No, 29 years ago. Wow. But and the worst was Sly and the Family Stone. Th there were some rough years for Sly and yeah, the Family Stone, So, but the attendees of some of the attendees of the concerts I'll did. have no more slander of Sly. I like Sly. Uh, favorite meal? Feel scallopini. Scallopini. That sounds awesome. If you could have dinner with any four people in the world, who is on your wait, invite wait, wait. list? Other than Darren and me, you don't have to put Darren and me okay, on there. I was going to okay. mention it. You know, okay. Oh. I think by far Charles Barkley and then Muhammad Ali, Ronald Reagan, and Jay Leno because I went to school in Lowell and he was in Andover. He's from Andover and I dig everything that he's talking about. John Kerry is from Andover, but I wouldn't want to have dinner with him. All right. It looks like we slid in an extra question here because you've been so prompt with your answers. Who is the first person that comes to mind when you hear the words successful business person and why? 
I have a high school friend, and he was actually senior class president, and I was his campaign manager. We went to a big high school, and he went to Clemson and then got an MBA from Duke. And he was a plant manager at refrigeration, air, air conditioned refrigeration company, the big one carrier in Indianapolis. And he loved Indianapolis. And then him and a bunch of guys just got together and started to buy companies. And he bought Frohoff Trailer. And then sold it off eight years later and made a basket load of money. I was with him at my 45th and my 40th and 50th reunions. And I've been to his house. He's still got the same sense of humor. That's what I admire probably the most. Well, Jack, we appreciate you taking time to be with us today. But more importantly, we appreciate all your efforts to improve the economic development in this region and your partnership in helping us get GMEP off the ground and, and now considered one of the better programs in the region. Thanks a lot, Jack. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Think MHK, a podcast produced by the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. If you enjoyed the Think MHK podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and share it out on your social media channels. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce.